0: come. This is their fate. All right. All right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay here at my near end, dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today, we got some topics for you. i are going to be going over a few things, lots of things to cover. Actually, I got my Steam Deck OLED, so I'm going to be giving you guys my first impression slash review. Um, we got Dragon's Dogma, got its first release date. Black Friday sales, what we picked up, if we picked up anything. Uh, Blue Eye Samurai, actually watched that over the weekend. Um, so I got some thoughts on that. And more and more and more. But before we get started, as usual, Jalen, Josh, tell the people how you been, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, how's life going. Talk to people
1: yeah what i've been up to what i've been up to uh not too much this week um very like we post like thanksgiving uh time and had a little bit of a break but we, we don't really celebrate <laughs> thanksgiving in japan but it does line up with like uh labor day so i did have um some time off uh that being said me and the family just pretty much chill um Getting cold, but uh you know, we're still trying to go out um, as much as we can. See, like, the, they're starting like the um, holiday festival stuff, so we're gonna have some Christmas festivals that we try to visit. We end up going up to a place called Iga, which is, um I guess, historically where like the ninja like culture or like practice started in Japan. Mm. But they have like a couple museums and things up there, like, you can see how like old. They're really all um ninja themed or like houses were built, like if they have like trap doors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, otherwise in the area there, there's not much. It's it's in the mountains, it's very like pretty, but it's very cold. Um but it's not much out there other than like those big reed uh plants like in Ghost of Tsushima, like when you're in the field and it's just those real tall grass uh grass fields. <laughs> That's what oh. it's like. Yeah, I mean it's modern, of course. There's a couple roads, there's houses and stuff like that, but yeah, it's that same type of feeling. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, me right now, um, my voice is probably not sounding good. I'm not sick, but it Japan is weird because like in the spring and the fall, it there's a lot of like pollen and stuff like that, and I'm normally not allergic to anything, but for some reason um, this week, it's just been like the air been bothering me. <laughs> no. Al-
2: um, yeah.
0: I got, I got bad allergy. Yeah. When I go outside, I, if I don't, I do anything outside, like work wise, like if I'm out there picking up leaves or whatever, definitely need to pop an allergy pill. If I don't, I'm going to be sniffling for the next two days. And that is exactly what's happening yeah. right now. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't know what caused it. Cause
1: I never get allergies. So, um, I have to I- investigate, uh, yeah. see if I can reproduce it uh, yeah that being said just play a bit of Call of Duty um, just well I will say they dropped the 10v10 match mode, which I've been enjoying it's mm-hmm. still like very sweaty but at least with 10v10 there's more um, you know more more variety of what's going on on the map you got a couple teammates in your same area that way you don't feel like you, you just constantly getting, getting like pushed back by the other team mm-hmm. um so I like Mosh Pit a lot. Uh played a little bit with Jalen the other day. Um gotcha. other than that, yeah. Uh didn't get to play anything else really.
0: what about y'all? Um, what about you, Jalen? Go ahead, take it away, man.
3: Yeah, I mean I ain't been doing much uh nothing significant or anything like that uh, just the same old, same old, not being sick. The song, you go for your,
0: you know Y'all fight for your life no nah, i ain't sick, sick G. I i said i got yeah. allergies that's different weren't
3: you Jeez. just sick i Not wasn't long ago no 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 i just allergies and i could have sworn you is sick probably like oh, at least a month ago oh okay yeah i mean you're getting out there in that
0: territory You talking about months yeah okay sure yes a you're right yeah <laughs> month. a medical
1: month. Uh, <laughs>
3: you're trying to
1: get your uh baseline record you know,
3: <laughs> sick a month ago that's not be the best sir <laughs> get, get consent. Uh, uh nah but yeah like i said just same old same old enjoy thanksgiving with my family um yeah i mean i ain't do no black friday shopping or anything like that i seen a. Couple of things, but I was just like, you know, I ain't really provoked to get it. And I think Black Black Friday, people are are um, scamming more and more of that. <laughs> <laughs> not a scam. It's for everybody. Got people like Jarvis Johnson. You know.
0: First <laughs> off, we, we gonna to talk remember. about it, so uh, we, you're gonna have to cut us some slack. But you're gonna uh, we gonna talk about it. But yeah, no nah, Black Friday ain't with it.
3: It ain't it, ain't it right now. Yeah, was, I think with everything being a lot I more mean, online and stuff like that.
1: I know you can't really trust social media, but a lot of people is posting like at the malls, like the malls empty, or like <laughs> walking into uh Target and it's only like ten people instead of yeah. like the like, huge crowd that used to be.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. it's um you know, it's it's changed for sure. But like we said, we'll get into it. Um yeah, so,
3: But so what but you yeah, been playing about though? Um, I mean, I ain't been playing nothing. I mean, Call of Duty, maybe a match of Overwatch or something like that, but I ain't really played the game as much as we. Like I said, I was gonna uh rebuy Hyperlight and a I just ain't uh did it so, but okay. that's pretty much it though. So, nothing significant,
2: all right,
0: all no right. okay? Okay, you know, um, well, for me, I've been playing a lot and um like i said i'm going to get into a lot of what i've been playing on the on the steam deck i just been playing a lot of steam deck stuff um i've been playing still getting through guardians of the galaxy um finally clicked with me on doom so i've been playing doom a lot um eternal and, no just the original i'm a, i'm a, uh, once i once i've beat that one I've. Find if I'm if I'm interested enough to to move on to Eternal, but I've had a lot of fun with this, so I think I'm probably am. But that one was only two dollars three ninety nine, something like that. Steam sale, so um, but yeah, uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing quite a bit of roguelites I've been playing a lot of um, you know, games that I just purchased recently. Like I said, I uh, had some Black Friday pickups, but Outside of that, Guardians, Overwatch, you know the same, the 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 whole rigmarole of the same things we normally play. Call of Duty, Overwatch. Um, I didn't, haven't played an Apex match, but I finally got cross save, so that's fun. Um, was able to finally get my heirloom for uh, Loba, because I've been saving one hundred and fifty for forever. Um, but yeah, I mean. I ain't really been doing much outside of that. Been playing games and playing more games and more games. The family's great as usual. Still, um, you know, still going strong there. Babies are great. They are very much so loud. Tan up the Christmas tree. Um, uh, wife decided to make them a little Christmas tree, and they they're enjoying that. So they stopped attacking mines. Um. Because he just enjoys to like put, he I, I, like um, Amir thinks he's actually decorating, so he will like toss stuff on it, like the basketballs, his shoes. Um, he will put like his little rings or little ring uh, things on it too, to like like it's an ornament. He thinks he's decorating and it's cute, but it's like, bro, you you literally tearing up my tree. So um, so we kind of made them a little small one, and they enjoyed that, but. That stuff, you know the norm, all that picking up the leaves. That's that was a fun time. Um, dragging them things to the front. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Next time I might hire somebody. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but it was cheaper to just do it myself this time around. Uh, but we'll see how that goes next year because it was quite annoying back there alone, just raking leaves for hours on end. Um, but yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, I got a lot to talk about, but it's that Steam Deck OLED, baby. I'm telling you, it's the game changer. But uh, I ain't going to talk about that first. I'm going to hold off on my excitement. What I do want to talk about first is um, Black Friday uh, and then what we picked up. And then I kind of swoop into next topic and then we could probably go back to the Steam Deck OLED. But let's talk about Black Friday first. Because I want to emphasize that Jalen is correct that now, currently, it is not the greatest that it is. It's not the greatest of the Jarvis Johnson era. It is not 90% off TVs. It is not 60, 70% off TVs. It is like literally 20% off, 10% off. Oh, you got an extra $10 off, $20 off. It is not what it used to be. So, what Jarvis
3: said, <laughs> it, it don't matter no more. Now, before it used to be important to be the early bird, the early bird gets the worm. And Jarvis was the early, early, early bird. It's it <laughs> it
0: no longer no necessary. Like, you're not getting that much of a savings. And that's why I was very selective on what I was purchasing um, and what I was buying. But I did still end up spending. I did a total because I was like, how much did I actually spend? I spent $105 on games um, in general, but I ended up purchasing almost eight. I would say like 46 games. Um, So it was a lot. And and it was because of humble bundles and like uh, these other mystery deal things. Cause I paid like $13 and I got like 20 games. Like indie games and I was like it was like six of them that I actually want to play but the rest of them was junk so outside of that you know like there was some core games I bought but I think it's not that the Black Friday uh, necessarily is bad it's just that you have to be smarter about what you're purchasing and you can't get everything from one place anymore like I felt like previously I used to be able to go to Walmart or Target and literally do well enough to get everything I needed. And now I don't feel like that's ever possible. I feel like they have six deals, maybe seven that are, that are previously old Black Friday deals that they have a bunch of. And now they have them sparse out between multiple stores. And it doesn't feel that great to kind of go through and try to sift through all these things to figure out what is a good deal, actually. Because if I go look online, I go look at previous history. We have so many tools now. Like, I'm using Honey for everything. I'm like, okay, Honey, tell me this was this amount for the last two years. It dropped 50 percent four months ago. And now it's only at 25 percent off now. like I'm looking at that type of stuff historical data when i'm looking at stuff because i'm like it doesn't make sense why would i buy this right now it it's not like it's the cheapest it's ever been either so i think us as consumers got smarter but also there's so many different places we can now get it that it doesn't make sense for them to be doing like those dr- eye-popping get you in the store deals anymore if that makes sense like, I don't, nobody's you know going to the store anymore, so they weren't, they weren't banking on that doorbuster. They're banking on whatever else you buy. Because that doorbuster is going to lose the money. But nobody is going in the stores to buy things, and they're, like, going in there for one specific, specific thing now, that we become smarter consumers, at a point where it doesn't make sense for them to drop the prices like they used to do. Um yeah because either one everybody's not going to gravitate to that place or two you're going to get the hotheads that are looking for that one deal and it might be just too much <laughs> it's like you know it doesn't it doesn't make sense to to put their to put their store through that type of consumerism anymore or that type of con- that that type of traffic that they're going to bring with that one item Where someone is not going to purchase the mess because it's you know, Black Friday used to be a mess, and that's not just in one area, that's like a mess across the board sometimes. So, um, my understanding of Black Friday now is that, yeah, this is that doesn't need to be what it used to be. I think there's plenty of sales that go out throughout the year, but um, there is a few times where I've seen people get caught. Saying something's a Black Friday sale when it's just regular regular priced or sale like a sale that they had previously, Um, do I feel do I feel like they should be punished for that? No, it's just marketing scam. I mean, everything's marketing. And nothing's really like I'm not. I don't like when they try to de- like deliberately trick the consumer, but. I think we've come to a part in our lives where in a a digital age where everybody has access. I can literally take a picture of something and look at them on my phone where else that that price is better. It's not hard to be a smarter consumer. So I just feel like they either whoever they're catching with this stuff really isn't really wasn't looking for a deal anyway. They okay with paying full price. (laughs) That's my thought. Because nobody's, nobody's consciously like this has to be the best price out there. Like, in my opinion, most consumers have, be- have evolved past stop at this one price and think this is the best price they can get. Most people are looking for dupes. Most people are looking for something else that may be a substitute at times than what this is. Now, if you're looking for a certain brand, then that's different. But maybe you shopping around to multiple stores. So I, I think we had a part to play in what Black Friday is now today, for sure. Um, as in like people that was camping out, people that was actually trying to gouge all the good deals and resell tickets and like all the little stupid little stuff people used to do at Black Friday sales. And then because you know that was the thing people would actually go get tickets and say you want to buy this tv give me 50 dollars you want to buy this tv give me 50 dollars and then now even though the even even because the price was that good you know what i'm saying that it was enough for you to still earn it was basically a scalper in real life like (laughs) it's it's the worst um so i feel like there was a lot of things that we kind of shifted um and this like i said this isn't like uh geography thing. This is like everywhere, in my opinion, across North America. Um, and then there was a lot of things that were happening in the stores. A lot of traffic that wasn't the greatest that they wanted in the store at all times, and it, it just felt like it was like too much to handle. So they weren't staffing up as usual. Like, oh, nobody's going to be open on 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 actual Thanksgiving. When we do these Black Friday sales, we're not staying open longer. We're going to be shutting it down. Like all these things started to make sense. Like, you know, Walmarts used to be 24 hours everywhere. It's just not this case anymore. It's just something that's not lucrative for them. And it doesn't make sense as a smarter consumer to have to go in and think that these extra sales are going to really benefit you when you can literally shut doors and get people out of there and, you know, have those sales start and end at a certain time. That makes sense for the average consumer. So I think it's a lot of us. Just getting smarter. That's not allowing them to get away with like the stuff they used to do. So, do they really have to do a sale if you're still going to come by? If you're still going to look for dupes? If you're still going to do that stuff? Not really. I don't think so. I mean, this is a this is another f- a fabricated holiday that maybe is kind of just dwindling to the point where it's not that big of a deal. Um, and then there's Steam, so which we'll talk about. But what are your thoughts on Black Friday? in general like talking about consumer-wise like um did you guys find things did you guys look for things did you have a list did you what, what what how did y'all go about even approaching black friday as if it was something that would be beneficial to you i got
4: a cynical approach
0: though
3: uh josh probably got a more positive approach this
1: right, wrong Not in <laughs> I've never been that big on Black Friday shopping. Like there be, there'll be like a couple Mm -hmm. key items I'm looking for. Maybe I might luck out and find like a cheap monitor or or TV or something like that. But I don't usually go for big items. Um, I'm just looking for you know stuff that I would normally buy that I haven't bought and it's just cheaper now. Um, But this year I feel like I'm at I was at a place where I didn't have anything that I was like really wanting. And as far as like games, like. Pretty much got most 90% of all the games I wanted this year. Mm-hmm. A couple that I can still pick up. But if I miss them, it's not like they're never going to be on sale again. Because games tend to go to, on sale a lot faster uh, than like TVs or stuff, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You yeah, didn't need a TV or a computer or anything like that. So uh, I'm uh I'm personally not too bothered that Black Friday has changed. I think overall, I would prefer... The online experience because I never really liked like having to go out to Best Buy at one a m or or hope that there's still stuff there if I go in the morning mm-hmm. um so everything moving o- online makes it a lot easier for me to find what I want i mean i can I can browse the deals a little bit earlier um I can maybe buy it on Saturday or Sunday because they got more in stock so it I'm overall okay with. It just being that whole weekend, month uh, Cyber Monday, even a whole week if they want to. Um, but, yeah, for the marketing standpoint, it just makes sense to call it all like a Black Friday sale because people are going to be looking. And like I said, it's just marketing. I don't think it's necessarily – well, maybe in some cases it is because I don't know the law. But I don't think it's like necessarily illegal anything for them to, you know, change the tag and say it's a Black Friday sale and it's not really – much cheaper um Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it the consumer need to be a little bit smarter on that end and not to buy it because it says it's on sale like if you're out looking for sales you should at least be comparing it to something else so
0: absolutely uh, like that is the reason for a sale like there's no reason for you to have to take the word of the mark the marketing staff or the, t- the the like who's marketing the product to you to think they're worth for like, oh, these 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 are thirteen dollars, but they're normally fifteen. Oh, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Why would I go out and purchase twenty of these? But if I see something that was regular thirty dollars, now they're four ninety nine. I'm like, OK, that's an interesting deal. Why? Maybe that should be something I stock up on. I was I was plenty of boxer deals. I was like, I need plenty of boxers, so you know, that type of stuff. It's not like it's make or break some things you just don't need necessarily. Like if I was to go Black Friday shopping, I'm going in there looking for nothing. But if I find something that I find that may be a beneficial deal for me, that I may maybe a need or want now my end and for sure, but I have I haven't been black Friday shopping in almost five, four years, like to the like actually going physically into a store like I haven't done it. Um, I am more so if I find something, if I see something, most of the time it's like a Google thing because Google has decent deals on their ph- cell phones on Black Friday. So I get like 20 to 30 percent off and then they get you higher trade in value. So I usually wait till Black Friday to buy my phone. But that's about it. Like I don't usually go buy big purchases anymore because most of the time I'm a, you know I'm a I'm a slick deal kind of soul and I don't really not look for deals throughout the year. I'm, if I really want something, I'm going to set an alert and if I find something that is interesting or a duplication or something a substitute for it, I'm probably going to buy it. So it's not really been something for me where um at least not f- for a long time. Where I had to sit and wait. Um, the only thing that has provided like a constant, you know, discount was is probably my cell phone to purchase. That's it. So I get what you're saying, though, Josh. It's like, um, yeah, it's, it's it. I was very, I was not looking for anything, and I still yeah. end up spending hundred five dollars. That's crazy. But I wasn't looking for nothing. I was just like, I was just perusing. Oh, they giving me 13 games for $13. And yeah. I I'm interested in like two of them. I'm interested in like four of them. I purchased that. That's fine. And then it kind of kept adding up. Really what took me over the <laughs> what took me over the edge was 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 All Star Brawl. Because I was I was doing pretty good. But we talk about that yeah. game too. Um but uh, yeah, it was a couple games I was thinking about
1: getting, but I'm at the place where I have a I have a couple games I still haven't finished, and mm-hmm. I know I feel like if it's gonna take me three months to even get to this game, I might as well just wait because is gonna be on sale yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense. Um,
0: that's
4: kind
1: of
4: how
3: I was when I was thinking about certain time.
0: Yeah. So no, 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 no shoes, no nothing, nothing out there out 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 of out of, out of your wheelhouse, Jalen, that you saw. Or well, I guess you ain't even talk about your take. Let me um, let me give you the let me give you the space there to talk.
3: Uh, yeah. So I mean, like as far as Black Friday, um, you know, I remember you had introduced me to Slick Deals a long time ago. I was just kind of like, you know, after seeing Slick Deals and seeing some of the deals and stuff that go through there, I'm like, all right. So kind of maybe have a more cynical approach on Black Friday, um, because a lot of those deals you might be able to find a random deal throughout the year or something like that um but i guess like going forward with like these black fridays and stuff like that you know like in the past recent years um i haven't had the urge to really want to buy anything my urge is just kind of diminished more and more and i'm not somebody who really gets a kick out of buying things i know sometimes like the black friday stuff they want people to get the door busters you know because everybody need to New TV every year, you know. What I'm saying they go out that fast. So, uh, <laughs> um, but I wasn't somebody who can get in a store and stuff. And I think I just had that kind of knowledge back when I used to first work at Myers and stuff. They how they advertise things. They be like, well, we do these things and at these best prices, advertising different things just to get people in the store because if they're in the store, they're more inclined to buy. But um, so I just give all that like as a preface. Um. And I didn't buy anything because of that reason or whatever. Um, I will say, as far as like on a positive approach of me with Black Friday, it's kind of like, all right, there's a couple things that I know I need within a household. I might need some more like shirts, some more draws or you know what I'm saying? Those little things and stuff like that. Uh, maybe I'm like, you know, I've been kind of looking at recently, like I was looking at a fragrance, like a cologne or something like that. And I'm like, I mean, they probably got deals throughout the year but I'm kind of in a market to get something now, like Mm -hmm. sooner, you know, so maybe black Friday could give me the opportunity to go buy something without necessarily waiting for a random deal that could possibly may or may not ever pop up and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, I could use this opportunity to go ahead and buy something. So I guess I technically did buy something around that black Friday, cyber Monday ish, you know, timeline, Mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, you you passively looking. I didn't go to any stores or anything. I didn't do none of that. But I was just kind of looking online, looking at different websites and some of the advertising a Black Friday deal. I'm like, all right, bet I can, I can get with that one. But um, it just kind of opened my eyes. to All right, search a little bit more actively now because you might be able to find something. Or if it's not a deal, they can at least get you maybe like a gift card or, you know, something little or whatever. mm mm-hmm go a longer way when you're trying to uh, actually go to, like, another store or, or reshop at that same store, whatever they want to do it. But those sorts of things. Um, I guess another thing is, like, some of my, like, taste stuff or, like, some of my banking stuff, sometimes they give you, like, cashback rewards. Some of them try to give me, like, a little bit of a boost or something depending on how I shop that, you know, Black Friday, those sorts of things. But I didn't utilize any of that type of stuff because sometimes I feel like they inflate some of the prices so you can go there because of whatever. Third party relationship, but that's just me being cynical again. So, but all in all, I mean, I think it's depending on who needs it. um I think to have a passive approach and stuff like that. If you're already saying you're gonna buy something, you just need the better reason to buy it now versus buying it two months down the line. That's you know that's fair versus just in it. But man, they got TVs in there for two hundred dollars, and them TVs was two hundred and ten dollars. You know, a week ago or something. Let me go in there and get that TV because I really need that TV and stuff like that. So. But I'm glad it's a lot more calmer and people aren't being trampled on or killed and stuff like that because <laughs> this is a season of holidays. Um, mm-hmm. People should be around a family or loved ones. And it's never a good thing when a person got to, you know, get done eating turkey, got all that trip to fan in a system and they got to go to work and not they tire. You feel me when they can be spending time with their family. So um, I kind of like the direction Black Friday took, but um, from a consumer standpoint, so
0: yeah um no it's it's a lot like i said it's a lot because um it changed quite a bit and um yeah like my value or the, the place that i put you know black friday it's not really it's not really up there anymore in regards to that um there was a few things i got for like the children and stuff like that for um early week you know deals but it wasn't something that i was like um yeah, I wasn't overspending for sure. And I was looking for certain in particular things. And I was able to get those things. And um, yeah, that was that was about it. They, the, the the value of it definitely came from the menu. Like, I guess the, the deals were so the deals were decent enough for me to kind of consider them versus not. But um, yeah, overall, I think Black Friday is. It's steadily dwindling to the point where it is just going to become another thing. I mean, it could be they could, you know, revitalize it and try to make some changes. But honestly, going back to that type of change, it probably cost them more money at this point. There is so many online services. There is so much expansion in how they kind of come to market. There there really isn't a need to have you in the door anymore. There's nothing there for you outside of a, a lawsuit or a headache. You don't need you in there. We just need you to spend your money with us. So well, however we do that, I think they're putting more value and money into their technology and their customer experience online. Drive up. Start Target now adding Starbucks orders to your, you can now do drive up and add Starbucks to your order now so they can bring you out your Starbucks while you're sitting there waiting for your groceries. Like, they're adding value in other ways, and it's not Black Friday, which is fine. Like, I'm, I'm OK with that, but I think people have to realize that this isn't the same thing. And that's OK, because um, we're pretty much we're very smart. We know we, we know where we're going to shop and we have too many options to care that you're the local target. Like We got Amazon. We have we have our Walmart might be far away, but we can do um, delivery. We can do stuff like that. It's just it's just like there's there's not enough for you to, you know, how you can grab attention of a certain um, group of people by having a presence around that presence doesn't matter anymore. Like there's plenty of places now, just like any bank or call service, like or uh, cell service like T-Mobile or AT&T. Yeah, they might have a building up, but that doesn't make me have to bark with you or work with you at all. Like, I don't really care to have an in-person agent to talk to like there's plenty of people online so it's just the way we move the way we kind of transitioned making us smarter consumers doesn't really make sense to have a big opening black friday doorbuster type situation going on Just doesn't um but okay let's uh move past that uh oh i do want to mention my pickups just real quick i got all-star brawl 2 Mad max Super liminal. I don't know. I I bought Mad Max like three weeks ago, so I'm take that off. And Guardians, take that off too. So that's fifteen dollars less. Um, and I bought Mass Effect's Legendary Edition. That was eleven dollars. Um, and I bought. I w- I wanted to play the Star Wars Galactic, like the Legos, the Star Wars. I think it's like the Galactic Edition. I think it was sixteen dollars, something like that. Um, so those games like really play well on the Steam Deck, and they're like very expansive. Like, I just finished up Jedi Survivor. I'm still looking for a Star Wars fix. That's pretty big and expansive enough for me to kind of still have some Star Wars fun, um, over time because I'm not going to be it soon. But um, it runs well on there, so I can definitely have that just downloaded. I want to pop in and pop out. But um but yeah, uh those were some of the pickups that I got, and then I got a few humble bund- bundle deals that kind of added up the rest. Um uh, but yeah, let me go into my Steam Deck OLED review, Gene. I, I'm not I'm gonna keep it short because the thing is 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 magical, but I'm gonna keep it short. Um I want to emphasize that. Uh I got the limited edition. Uh I sold my old one and got some uh additional uh duckies on the side from family just just you know being family, being nice and uh stuff like that. So I I mean I really you know obviously I ended up paying like I say real money, I ended up paying like 480, but I think the Steam Deck, you know, kind of cut that off a little bit but i like i said i didn't make up that i i I ended up doing like 80 something bucks which is fine um so i I guess i got a little different perspective i didn't feel as annoyed because i recently bought one and i was like "Nah, i'm buying this one but i can get how most people are like no that's not for me um But my review, let's go into the review. I just wanted to get a little perspective. My review of the Steam Deck OLED is that it is amazing. Uh, Simply enough, it's it is the. um, It has become so good now that uh, I don't want to buy games elsewhere. Steam is like my go to place to buy games. And I'm always checking what's great on deck because. I think that is just a far, far superior experience now simply because of the screen like, and, 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 and the battery. But the screen and the battery and the, obviously the, the better build because the build quality just feel like it got so much better. I don't got none of the squeaky squeaks. I ain't got no loose stuff. Everything feels like a solid, strong device now. It doesn't feel cheap. And it never felt cheap before, but, you know, I mean, when it's like, you know, the first Tesla rolled off the, (laughs) off the factory and then like the, like the fourth, 10th, sixth iteration, it's just, it just feels a lot more precise and and like the, the cutouts, the precision of it all. It just feels like a more solid device. I don't really know how to translate that better than just being, The difference between the first iteration and the second, third or fourth iteration, like there's obviously going to be some um, enhancements to the way it's manufactured that makes it better, even if it's sitting in the same chassis. So that plus the OLED screen, plus the bigger battery and the additional power creates a experience that you know, it, it just doesn't feel this like the same device anymore. It just feels like it's so much better because of the letter, better latency. This the OLED screen having a better refresh rate at 90 hertz. You now have a lot more responsiveness in your touch screen. So it truly feels like a solid touch screen, not close to a like a not not. I'm not saying it's a, a, a phone level of responsiveness with 120 hertz or anything. But it's damn, it's really close. It's really close to being that responsive. The touchscreen, the keyboard, everything. It just feels like a much solid, much more solid experience. And when you have an OLED and you have better clarity and you have better viewing angles, it makes the screen look sharper as if it is a higher resolution. But you know in your mind, it's still the same 800p. But for me... That's makes all the difference. Clarity, viewing angles, uh, color and accuracy and HDR implementation. All that stuff makes the screen feel as if it is now 1080p when you know it's still 800. Um, so, yeah, I mean, stream and stuff to it. Obviously, you all already know I use Chiaki for deck, so I'm able to stream to it in the house and utilize it outside the house that's why i was talking about the ps portal being useless because it is to me i have an oled screen with this um and and you know things like you know when i'm streaming xbox games through xcloud like everything just is enhanced everything looks better and and there's there's options for me to even stream my pc to my deck And because it's an OLED, I don't have that feeling of missing out on visuals and clarity and, and the HDR experience and having all that, you know, graphics goodness. I just don't feel like I'm losing anything anymore. So I feel so much more comfortable using that as my main device, which is crazy because it's a handheld and like I have an OLED TV and I have this big setup and it's everything's work it's set up for me never to have to you know put it down or like um like like when you know how you have a setup at home and you, you live with a bunch of people right and you gotta like maybe sometimes you gotta rearrange some stuff i don't have to do that i just have my setup so it's not as if it's like the ideal i'm not the ideal target but because it's just like i said it's really just really good to the point where it makes me want to use it more often because it is a all-in-one device, like the controller, the screen, the speakers, everything just is better. So I don't need to like worry that I'm losing an experience by not and something that nobody talks about. Man has the Bluetooth gotten significantly better, better. Like I used to have a problem with the latency in Bluetooth headphones. Like, I don't know if it's everybody, but it was definitely for me where it would have like a delay and I could I could feel it on the the controller and maybe it's like more people are just sensitive to it. But this fixes all of that. This Bluetooth is much better experience, much better for Bluetooth headphones. So I don't even have to have stuff, you know, plugged in. You said what? i was not using a no rake <laughs> I, I i heard that last part no i was not using raycons. but uh yeah it's just like a much better experience i didn't have any issues um and i don't know maybe it was the headphones i was using but i used four different headphones and they all had the same issue so uh, maybe it was just more so my settings but i tried to go through all of that stuff to fix it and a lot of people weren't complaining about this, so I'm thinking that it was like a me situation versus most um and like I said, I think people are more sensitive just to just, just to latency and sound anyway uh but this new Bluetooth um whatever they i think they, or the, the, the bluetooth adapter that they put on here uh, uh why'd i call it adapter I think it's like i forget what they call it but it's it's what the the what's or, yeah, yeah. the bluetooth antenna they basically put it on its own uh board or something of that nature where they separated it from the ssd that was kind of causing issues and um anyways it's a much better experience too uh battery life i'm getting well over more than 50 percent at sometimes like i've been able to kind of clock in my um or under it a lot, and turn down my brightness, even because the, the screen's too dang. It's it's so bright anyway. Like you can turn it down to fifty and still have a good experience because like the viewing angles and everything. You don't have to crank the brightness. Because, but all of that, it just has a much longer battery life. I can sit there for four hours. I was playing uh Doom, and I did not have to charge it, and I was at like thirteen percent after four hours. I thought that was ridiculous and I think um it, it's a combination of that just being a dark game not having the pixels li- lighted lit up and me being able to run it at a lower frame um and I was and like I said it's that one that game is kind of kicking at 60 it can get to 90 but it does fluctuate a lot so me um put pushing that down Maybe three hours and a half. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I'm excited. Like I said, the thing is really, really nice. And it does increase that battery life to a point where I'm not worried about it anymore. Like I'm not actually in the back of my mind like, oh, I got to plug this thing in soon because it's just getting that additional time in to the point where it's meeting where I want to be when I'm pretty much done with the session anyway. So it's actually a value add for sure when it comes to that battery life. Um, but that's it. I'm not going to talk about nothing else on this OLED review. I Like I said, I really enjoy it. I think um, they did a really great job. They have now created something that putting a foot on Xbox, Sony, Nintendo neck, and It's showing that Microsoft is trying to partner up with somebody. I don't think they should have did it with Asus, but they should do it with someone to create something like this because it is important. It's a value add to their store, and it makes them way more um, sticky at this point. Like I said, I've never been a Steam guy, but I'm I'm exclusively buying my games on Steam and i'm making sure like they're verified and i'm i'm even if they're not verified i have another avenue to play them but this this device in itself has made me more of a steam os player than any other device has ever done like that's because it provides me not it, it, it provides me two things it provides me a handheld Console like experience, but it also gives me the proven path that they're going to have the best hardware. Period. Because it all still runs on the PC, and you can make that whatever you want that to be. It's never going to be a stop on that. It's never going to be a point where you get to oh, this generation is oh, now I can't play my games because you can always keep going with your device, and it doesn't require this dead stop in the middle. It doesn't require this middleman. It's all you, these manufacturers, that PC, and then what Steam is doing. Like there's there's nothing holding you back at that point. It just feels so refreshing to have like a device like that to to get accustomed to PC gaming, but then also having that the power, the accessibility, the variety, the you know, the customization, the you know, the freedom of what PC brings too. So that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. But uh yeah, I might do a full review on this thing, but as of now, like I said, seems like OLED is, is more than just a OLED screen for sure for me. But yeah. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, before that's, we, that's what I. Uh, it seems like a great upgrade, and I, uh, you know, I wish that other companies like Nintendo would actually do significant upgrades like this um, mm-hmm. to their devices a lot sooner than you know. What's it been like seven years for the Switch?
2: <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: uh, I guess they, the they got the
0: OLED. One. They did get oh. the OLED one. Like I said, it... it,
1: Yeah, it had a slightly better battery and then, Mm -hmm. like, the screen, but just overall, taking a look at the device and how can we improve it, um, and, you know, the the price didn't increase that much, but anyways, uh, the Steam Deck OLED seems great. Um, I want to get one eventually, or, you know, depending on the timing of, like, are they gonna do another refresh in a year or something like that? I'm be Mm -hmm. thinking about that stuff, but my whole thing is that I... I don't i didn't have as many issues with the steam deck um like performance yeah. wise like all the games i want to play ran well like uh because me i don't like games that fluctuate like either it's a lock 60 or it's a lock 30 or i'm not playing on the steam deck um yeah. and you know with with the performance boost that might push a couple games up but for me like i probably still would have to in my opinion compromise the performance especially for like 30 fps games to like FSR, and, and turning down the settings a lot, and right. it's not going to look as good. So, I usually don't don't mess with that too much, so and in, like, battery life, um, you know, you got your TDP settings and stuff like that. I'm, I don't have much of an issue with battery and storage. I, I got, I spent a lot on storage, so I'm good on that front. So, for me, right now, the only thing is, you know, the, the buttons are better, uh, but the screen, and I don't necessarily need the screen because I still mostly play most of the time on my monitor, but Mm. I still think it's a very uh, valuable device and I definitely want to switch over to it. um, When I get the chance, it's just uh, right
0: now I I probably could spend that money better elsewhere. (laughs) Agreed. I think, I think there's a lot of extras. Like, like I said, some um, perspective on my end. Like I said, I had the 64 gig one. And it kept getting to the point where it was just like I could barely uh ran an update without having to deal with cash problems, you know, so not only was I alleviating some of those pain points that I was having there, um it just provided so much additional benefit um across the board um and like i said the the um There is no there is no fixing the power uh, difference in between your PC and that. I think um, I have a very fortunate setup where I can stream these games at a very low latency where I feel like I'm comfortable playing them on. But but if I'm playing any like really competitive shooters or something like that, I'm I'm obviously going to go back to my PC. But those games where it's just story based, like I'm, I'm going through Mass Effect, like I said, I'm um, actually enjoying it, which is surprising. I was, I didn't think I was going on Mass. I mean, Effect. Why is it surprising? It's like, uh, cause I don't like Triple I, game, of the war, yeah, game of the Year War winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand, but um, you know how you just like, okay, it's been a while, but I feel like the Legendary Edition did yeah, a really good fair, job of remastering. Those games
1: are really old. Um, yeah. Yeah, the legendary edition makes some changes, but like if you like Starfield, I think Mass Effect is the same quality. It's just older, so yeah, you, you don't get as as many modern uh, features. But
0: right, but it really yeah, it, does, it does it does it doesn't. They did a decent enough job of like making it look more appeasing, I suppose. I I don't think they did much, but it was like enough touch ups to make me feel like I'm not playing some arcadic old game now like i'm I'm literally playing mass effect 1 right now and it doesn't feel like that terrible It feels like it's more aligned with like what i'll be getting from mass effect 2 but maybe i just didn't pay attention enough um um
1: yeah one is still the worst uh sorry we switched off this one is still the worst gameplay but yeah it's mm -hmm. a lot lighter than what it used to be because it used to be super janky now it's like passable yeah and it only gets better from one whereas two but they have like a lot better gameplay that you would expect from like a third person shooter gotcha
0: so yeah, um, going through that and having a good time there uh so yeah it it it's kind of my backup where now it it used to not be the it, at first it was the backup now is my main focus where I'm playing games and my PC sitting in front of it is now my backup. It's only when I'm like streaming or playing like any shooters, like I'm I'm, I'm installing Apex Legends on it right now, because if I want to play that, I will p- sometimes play it on there. But most of the time it's going to be on my PC. Like I'm not, go- I'm not crazy. I need a, I need a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Those games just don't make sense to me to play it on there no more because I'm trying to learn keyboard and mouse. Um, but, you know, those games like Dishonored and those like, yeah, I don't. And, I, and I'm and i kind of I'm pushing myself away from the newer games now because um, I want to take some time to appreciate the older games that I actually have in my catalog, looking at older games I used to have on my PlayStation that I can stream to stream to my PC. I mean up to my deck, um, looking at older games that I had on my Xbox that I can stream to my uh deck. It's just giving me a better appreciation for those older games. Um and like, you know, not being it not having to run something crazy intensive at this moment in time because the, we we kinda got overwhelmed this year. And um it's not it's gonna help myself to play my backlog and it's gonna help. Uh, my pockets play my backlog so um it just it's just a win-win for me on regards to like what i'm actually playing on it so most of the time i'm getting 60 fps medium higher or better settings um and it looks great so like i said i'm playing guardians on there too so and i deal a few touch-ups things there so like i said overall i'm very happy with the thing and I didn't want it to be super long as when we talked about it either, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a great value add. Um, but I I get your perspective too of just holding off. But what about you, Jalen? Um, what's your thoughts on Steam Deck OLED and the value of
3: having a longer
0: battery? How how much is that worth to you? Um.
3: Uh. I can't really put a, a dollar amount on it, but I know before we had spoke on it. Um, I think I was talking to you through the little uh, through our group chat. I think we might have spoke on it in the, uh in a previous episodes on a podcast. Mm-hmm. House of Wolves, not just fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, like I said, I, I thought it was a, a justifiable uh, price difference. I mean, like I said, uh, like you, I had the sixty four gig one. I mean, I had it for about a year now. I think I got it like in September twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid four hundred for. I mean, they want what four fifty or five fifty for? Yeah, five fifty, right? Yeah, for the five twelve gig, um, five hundred twelve gig. Yep. Yeah, five twelve, better battery life, better screen, better buttons. I mean, it just seemed like it's an all around better experience. Um, I guess it's slightly faster. It can cool a little bit better. All mm-hmm. that to me is a justifiable one hundred fifty dollar price difference. Um. Now, the the only... well I go get one? now I'm in the same boat as Josh. I mean, I play my Steam Deck sometimes. I don't play it, like, super frequently. Um, I'm not really bogged down by the 64 gigs. I don't put that much stuff on it. However, I will say I did run into an issue where I had to restore it or whatever, reset it, because for whatever reason, when I was deleting stuff, it still said I had zero bytes available. Um, It it got into that. I think I had to talk to y'all a little bit about it, but... um yeah i mean like i said is the price difference like all in all is worth the money the price difference is justifiable if i'm like hey should i go buy this one versus this one i'm gonna definitely push towards the 550 um because the, the steam deck band 400 is already good enough and everything else is just a plus and it's not just like one of those like the switch oled by hey, a bro hey we need a little bit more money out you and it ain't really that justifiable this is way more justifiable um i won't go get one because i don't want to go through the hassle of trying to sell my steam deck and then to go buy one for 550 and see how much i can get out of it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i'm not going to go through those ends and things like that i don't think it's worth it because a i'm not playing it that much and then um b is just a it's just a lot of work for you know what i'm getting Now mm-hmm. if i was getting like a a console that's has significantly way more power, like almost like a definitive successor, then I'll probably go to those links and stuff like that. And hopefully they will have some sort of like program that could let somebody upgrade. Y'all hear me saying y'all should do something like that. <laughs> um <laughs> so I can go get a Steam Deck two a lot easier rather than trying to figure out who wanna buy a Steam Deck one and all that type of stuff. So um but yeah I'm gonna just sit type for right now though. So like I said I'm gonna get hyperlate.
0: No, I, like I said, I, I think there is merit in all of these like responses. I think there's a lot of um, there's a there, there, there there's a lot of uh right ways to look at this, and I think there that they did come out pretty fast, high, pretty qu- hot on the previous model, and um, it can feel like people feel can feel slighted in regards to that. Um, but I do think that they hit the nail on the head where this is like the definitive steam deck, and there's nothing to complain about, which is which is which is a a promise that this is there's more to come, and that's where I'm getting my you know my value from there's no like oh, we're timid about it, there's no oh, we don't have enough like they got plenty of these things because they're not they're not very timid on this device. They know the value of it. They know what they can do with it and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Um this is this was enough for them to call it the Steam Deck 2, but they didn't. They did it in a, the right way. This is they 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 want to sh- they and I in my, my opinion they want to show us what a refresh looks like, but they also going to show us what the, when with that steam deck 2, the power difference and the value of waiting and actually putting the time in to know your core audience and what they truly value. Um, and it's smart. Like I said, this is their second device, like handheld device. And I feel like they're doing much better than Nintendo. <laughs> like I can say that wholeheartedly. I think they're doing much better than them. Um, and it's not even close. So and and, and I, I I get that they have you know, Nintendo is more so at my in my opinion, Nintendo is more software focused than hardware focused. But they, they they gotta split the difference. Um you know, st- valve is the same and I think they're kinda more hardware now. They used to be completely software, so there is something to be said about their transition. Um and what they've been doing uh, over time, how much money they make—obviously, they make a lot—and they can throw some money in behind, you know, really making a difference when it comes to what they want to put to the market. So they have some—they have some—some some crap come out, man. And they have some duds for sure. <laughs> but this ain't no dud, so I'm, I'm happy to see it, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm glad that um I got a little piece of history there with the limited edition. But you know it is what it is. I think all tech is going to come and go. And I think there's going to be a better product and a soon enough. And there's, there is plenty of reason not to jump into this. So all right answers in my opinion. Uh, But okay, let's continue forward. Let's talk about all-star brawl Two. you know, the game that we're going to be buying each other for Christmas. (laughs) all right bought my mm-hmm. copy, so now I say oh, mm-hmm. y'all you got to exchange gifts, Gene. Emma uh, still twenty three ninety nine, dog. Why y'all? What's going on, man? Why y'all ain't copching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, what game you some i never heard of this. this am <laughs> talking about that Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, brawl Two, baby. Cartoon uh, Network bro. Nah, 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 It's Dude, on PC. That might run really well on the deck, y'all all got one. Monty, what's up, man? It's, it's twenty-four dollars.
1: Oh, f- remember that game? <laughs> right? I
0: ain't talking I about Monty, uh, no, that, that, that game, that game <laughs> ain't came. That game they came. That game ain't Bro, with Arthur. No, 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 no. Dragon <laughs> tail. I'm talking about that. That Jimmy Neutron, I'm talking about that. Danny Phantom. I'm talking about that. Uh cat. was it? Cat dog? I'm talking about Cat Dog. Cat dog. I'm talking about Grandma Gertie. I'm talking about all them Nickelodeon characters. Y'all yeah, uh Well, let me give my my thoughts on All-Star Broth while I sit here. Um to me and, and I guess I could throw this as a review because uh I got enough to say. I, I played it enough to talk through what I see the enjoyment and what's the lacking. Um it's, it's I start with the enjoyment. The enjoyment is uh it was it's a it's a really solid clone. It's a really solid clone of not Smash, but like I would call it in, in between of multiverses and like a uh, another solid clone. It's not to the level of a Smash, in my opinion, because there's a few features missing, but um, I think it's really, really solid. It's a really, really fun game. It's enjoyable. You get memes, You can... Um, you can do a lot of things in the game that I find intriguing, and everybody played differently. It's not like I felt like I was just playing with the same character and they just had a reskin, they all had different special moves, different movement, different um timing, uh, different juggles, combos. It all felt unique enough to feel like okay. If I'm fighting up against this person, it's going to be okay. Well, I need to think about what they what they have and what they can do. Um, so I'm really happy about that too. Animations got really, really better. Um, they're not they're not they're not uh, smash level, but they 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 have definitely gotten a lot better. They're really close to multiverses in regards to animation. I really like the multiverses animations for some reason, um, but really really close to that so they really re um overhaul that um the slime mechanic they have added a new mechanic that most multiverses versus nor smash has where it's like an overcharge where basically you can overcharge a lot of your moves and get the upper hand and like to add in a little bit more variety like i'm always looking for variety and i'm looking for more maybe a little bit more uniqueness and i i know you guys say smash is unique but honestly yeah whatever okay i'm 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 not going to talk about smash i'm just saying that there is um a variety that is well known and you don't have to play for hours and hours on end to kind of get to that that space um there is there is some timing there is there there is the traditional fighter underneath where there is some things that you can do to make yourself more competitive uh than what you would normally see in a smash brawler uh and i really just like the character selection the character roster is really cool to me i mean i i grew up with all these characters um they have some voice lines in them now the maps are really interesting because they're just back Going back to our Nickelodeon roots. I, I'm a i am I was a Nickelodeon boy. I grew up on it, so I really enjoy their um, callbacks and what they have. Um I'm flying on you know, fighting on the flying Dutchman, you know, all that good jazz. I think is really cool too. Um online has been solid. Um I've played about seven to eight matches online. Uh, no two v twos yet. Uh, only one, V1, one V1 v one. One v one me king, and I, I always lose. But it's been fun still. Uh, but they're they're pretty they're pretty tough. I don't know if they're like just people from the previous game, but uh, I didn't get. I I don't got no ramp up. It was, it was basically like get good kid, um, and I, I've been getting smacked. But it's been fun to kind of understand what people are mm, exploiting. I don't feel like it's really exploiting. It's just me not being able to counter it well enough yet, Uh, and that's that's fun to me too. It's like okay, I have something to work towards. Okay, he keep juggling me. I got something to work towards. How do I stop this juggle from continuously happening? What's the framing for when I need to do this or jump out or dodge out to the left or right? It actually feels tactical, Um, but at the same time. it's simple enough for everybody to understand, and I like it. So I'm gonna keep playing it. Obviously, I would like y'all to play it, but it's not—it's not like the end of the world because I actually am happy with my purchase. <laughs> it's just more so um, the 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 bad to me is I don't have the ability to switch. I unfortunately got comfortable with Smash controls. So I really want to switch to Smash controls so I can. Um, become more familiar with the timing on my smash attacks and um those attacks and and things like that but they haven't they don't have an option for me to change that uh so that's unfortunate um and i think it's got something to do with the uh, i honestly i think it got something to do with the slime attacks um why they don't really want to change the button layout but i was like you could just change the button layout without having to change that portion but who knows um, I don't like that. There is there's a campaign, and they have you fighting like big things. But I was looking for more cutscenes, a little bit more um value in like the campaign and um the RK mode. Um, actually, I didn't play the campaign. I played the RK mode. I was looking for a little bit more um, you know, maybe some traditional cutscenes or something that made it feel like you were. Not just going through the motions of playing uh, the game and then kind of getting to the end and you're just fighting the big bad and not necessarily anything special in between. But, you know, I, I think maybe I should be, maybe I should play the campaign if I want to get that type of experience, story experience. Um, but overall, yeah, man, it's a solid game. Especially, it's definitely worth twenty three ninety nine. I can I can say that. Uh maybe not full price, but 23 dollars and ninety-nine cents. Oh, is for sure worth that. And it's it's basically like me waiting for multiverses. Cause I'm, I'm gonna get back to heavy on multiverses when it comes out. Cause I actually enjoyed the two V2 lineup matchup stuff. And I had fun playing with LeBron James. So I'm definitely gonna play multiverses when it comes back. So I might just maybe it's just me trying to get used to these games in general. Um, because versus did what Smash couldn't <laughs> for me. <laughs> they got me interested in this type of game. Um, Smash never could do that. Um I, I just I just didn't like it. Um and it's not it's not it's not, I don't think it's Smash fault at all. I think I was just more so uh playing with with the wrong people and uh it didn't feel that technical. To, to the point where I wanted to put time into it, but maybe I just didn't perceive it as that, because I just felt like it was just not the best competitive game to play out there, period. Um and that that's, that's probably just on me, that's my bad. so um, I have grown to like these types of games. Uh, obviously, I don't want to pay $60 to get into them, so I think Multiverse will be my next one. And then after that, I'm probably, you know, I, I don't, I don't see them doing another smash anytime soon. I probably wouldn't pick it up when they come out anyway, but it's just more so, you know, giving me a entry into this realm of game per se. And it's like I said, $24. I mean, that's pretty cheap, but that's all I got on all-star brawl two. Overall, I like it. And I'm glad I, I was able to, I, I caved and got it. Cause I was like, at the $30 mark, I was like, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> but that $20 off, you mean I can tell you I can get that game and a Big Mac? Oh man, you might just, it might just do it for me. But yeah, <laughs> I got it. And uh, it, it's cool though. It's, it, it is a good game. Uh, I know I'll keep talking about the price, but it, I, I don't think people would be mad if they pay full price for it either. So. It's- uh, yeah, it
1: seems, seems cool. Personally, I, yeah, I like multiverses, and it's cool to have a, a Smash clone mm-hmm. that is still fun to play and gives you a different experience. Um, personally, I, I think that the draw for Smash is the well, for multiverses, the draw was that it was free and like it had good online, you can jump on with your friends. And even though I, I wasn't really into the Warner Brothers roster, um, mm-hmm. it was still fun. Um, with this, with Smash, I think for me, at least 50% of the reason I like it is the roster like mm-hmm. the characters I'm familiar with that I like. Like, oh, this person's from my favorite game. I'm familiar with how they play. I've got mm-hmm. that history, kind of like with Street Fighter, where it's like you pick up a new Street Fighter. I'm familiar with it, and where if I switch to something else, like um, you know, a, a newer fighting game. I don't have that same sort of history, like muscle memory and history with the character. Um, I mean, yeah, it's good that this game comes in at what default forty nine dollars, and you can get it cheaper on sale, uh, and they give a different, uh, a decent experience. I'd say, personally, I'm not that... Uh, I like Nickelodeon, but Nickelodeon was never my favorite. I always liked <laughs> uh, Cartoon Network more, so I don't mm-hmm. have any connections to the characters. Um, but it seems fun, and I'm glad that they made an improvement from the first game, because I remember we talked about the first game, and it seemed decent, but it had like a couple issues, like you mentioned, the, the voice acting and stuff like that. It yeah, seemed like a quick turnaround. Sure. And they, they made a big improvement uh, to the second game. So, yeah. for me, thirty dollars is a little too much. I'm not going to play it that much. Uh, but if it it goes on a deeper sale, then maybe I might check it. out.
0: <laughs> no, that that that's like I said. That's that's fair. And I ain't gonna say I'm not. I don't. I ain't, I'm not trying to recruit. I could, but I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it alone. And uh, just play the game for what it is. I think it's a good game though, so uh that that that's kind of where I, I, I was trying to like, like I said, I don't I don't I, don't, I am, am joking. I'm half joking most of the time, but I get that that game ain't for everybody, and that that game is not something that um we want to put like a lot of time into. That would be like one of those things where we play for like a day or two. And maybe if we find some in- enjoyment in it, we'll keep playing it. But I get that. That's a very niche thing. It was tough enough to get us to get Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm it at that. Uh, what about you, Jalen? What's your thoughts on All-Star Brawls too? Do you Do you appreciate them at least, you know, making some improvements the second time around? I think they did do, a, like I said, they did a, a decent job making the improvements and changing it. Because if you didn't know, I bought the first one too, didn't like it, so did like four days later, but I did
3: buy it. Then you saw that much expeditiously. I did. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember uh, people talking about. It. I remember seeing a little bit, you know, until Josh says something. I actually forgot that it was the first one and it came out a couple years ago. And I remember like people saying it wasn't a voice text. I think I seen like a mod or something where people Mm -hmm. put voices in there or something like that. Um I'm assuming they fixed that. Um but I mean I ain't like Josh said, I ain't really me and Josh are in clones, like both our names start with J. Yes, we don't have the same opinions. In this instance (laughs) we do. Um I wasn't like a huge fan of Nickelodeon. Like I I like Nickelodeon, like literally used to be let's see what's on Cartoon Network first and then you go to Nickelodeon next. Like Nickelodeon has some shows that I really adored and stuff like that. So all that nostalgia and like, you know, the characters and things like that, I won't be drawn to that as readily. Like if they have like a Cartoon Network one, I know they, I guess the multiverse is kind of Cartoon Network, but it's more so like WB. Um, mm-hmm. I think WB on Cartoon Network. But it, it, yeah, they, they, they could have just put a little bit more like Cartoon Network characters and I think I'd enjoyed it a little bit more, but, um, all Star Brawl, I mean, with that being said, not that much attachment to the characters. Um, seeing as though they did make an improvement to the game, I mean a price point don't seem too too bad. Um, I mean I, I consider getting it and stuff like that, but it ain't gonna be a game. But I'm gonna go home and play a couple matches on All Star Brawl, bro. Like <laughs> that ain't it ain't gonna be that game. I'd be like, I'm playing it simply out of the fact that, you know, I'm playing my boys and stuff like that. So um, I'm probably not in as opposed to Josh is, but I mean, I'd like to see the price go down to maybe even free ball. boy go ahead, put your microtransactions in it. I'm immune to them. <laughs> Just put the game and let it be free. <laughs> I'm yeah,
0: immune I'm not, to I'm, them. I'm, Get them I'm in here. Get them in here, coach. Nah, that game came out November seventh and for it to be twenty three ninety nine, that's crazy. So it it's not it ain't been, been that line. long. Um and I'm I'm assuming that line they just are looking to get more people into it um i mean it's obviously through humble bundle so um it could have been some like some arrangement there but uh overall the game is um is decent enough i think they they need to find a core audience to keep it going and um the i i think it's t- it's a tough sell in this kind of day and age where you had to buy into the game. But at the same time, that's probably what got them to be the ability to make the second one. I don't think microtransactions would have done it, you know, and everybody's kind of tired of that. We are all, all the characters got three different costumes out the gate. You ain't got to really go grind for nothing. And maybe you could find more unlockables, but it's like, it's nice to not have to deal with the, the microtransaction part of it too. Um, so. There, it, it's it's value in it, and then there's value in not.
3: So, you know, I'll get too geek. They can always throw them boys on them, but they get thirty dollars for this hashling and slasher yeah. this slasher, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: They can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and there's nothing that's stopping them from doing it. I'm just saying that, yeah, um, they haven't. So, okay, well, um, okay, we pretty pretty close to the end here um i wanted to talk about blue Eye samurai because that that show is just whoo it's a really really good show and i did not expect it to be good i ended up watching that whole thing through like you know netflix have been on it they've been they've been they've been throwing out some duds like bro like i ain't talking i'm talking about some significant duds uh, but this came out November 3rd. I just got around to listen, watching it like three, four days ago. And this thing said that 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 96 average audience score. And I think nobody's watching. <laughs> and that's simply in put because most people probably thought it was another dud. Um. Have you guys heard anything about this show? Period. That's, let me start there.
1: I haven't. Josh. I've heard the name. I
0: know nothing about it. Exactly. I heard people say it's good. It's, that's all I know. Yeah, exactly. This should be circulating the animation and anime world. This should be something that's like described and, and, and correlated to maybe even Avatar when it comes to um, Avatar: the Last Airbender. When it comes to, because uh, this is not anime, it is like it is that that form of animation, like the Avatar: the Last Airbender and stuff like that. It is a higher degree, like almost like you know, think Korra: Last uh, Last Airbender, but a little bit better. Like their animation, even though the even though the show wasn't my favorite, the animation on that was very clean. Um. This was this one's even higher production. Obviously, it's a lot more mature. A lot of blood. Um, it has a, um, a. It's not a Kill Bill storyline, but it's somewhere very close to that, it is just great. I have never watched something and been so enthralled with the characters to the level like the 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 animation, the freaking sequencing, the the the. Everything, bro. I've only heard about this because I follow. What's his name from Kojimi Productions? What's his name? The dude that makes the freaking. What is his name? I don't know his name. Kojima. Oh, yeah, he was talking about this. Yeah. Show. Yeah. He talked about it. And I said, huh? Let me go watch it. And I watched it and I was like, what the heck? How did I miss this? So I think this is one of those things where. It, it, it may pick up and become like something that's very valuable like people watch but right now it is very much so not talked about it is very much so under the radar and I need to spread the good word because it is a really really great show like I definitely think this is a better first season than the Avatar and that's saying a lot because I love the Avatar but this is a very much so better first season than that and i only can compare it to that because of this you know americanized style it's not really <laughs> it's still in japan it's in the uh i think it's the edo period yeah um it's still in that it's still in that 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 realm it's just you know you know americanized everybody has English voices and stuff like that. And it's like Brenda Song. And, like, I know you know these people's names. you probably know their faces more than you know their names. But they're, like, high... Uh, they're, 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 like, A-list actors, you know, providing their voice. And it's, it's just all yeah, around it's really the, good.
1: The production is a, is a mix of, like... Uh, it, it's made in America, but, yeah, they're, like, some... Actors who are famous from America, yeah. some famous like uh, Asian American voice actors as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Randall Park, um, the guy
4: from uh, he is he's norm. Well,
0: hey, what was it? Right off the boat. Uh, I I I think there's like a few other movies that I liked from him. Always be my maybe. I mean, and I can't remember her name now the act uh but yeah overall like i said the the show is really really good it do got some nudity and stuff like that but it is it is like it is like watching some art at times man so i think it's really dope i think anybody that that has any type of interest in japan and like in any type of interest in like these types of like stories revenge stories um like very much so in that kill bill-esque vibe i think it's just a dope show and um i can't wait for next season i did not think i thought it was going to be a one-and-done series type of thing and i was like why are you not wrapping this up bro what's going on here and i didn't realize it was like the first season so this is truly something that is going to be starting like season one season two eight episodes 44 minutes. This ain't no 23-minute junk. I'm telling you, it's dope. Just go watch it. Um, but that is my review. Cause I'm not giving nothing away. I, I think everybody should experience like I experienced it. Blindsided. I saw all he talked about was the animation work, and I was like, oh, that's all I need. I mean, go talk, let me go look at some animation. Let me, I, like, that, that's all I really need sometimes. I don't really need to know the concept. I think everybody should go in blind like that like i said I, I gave a little bit away with saying kill bill but you i think it's totally different twist and
4: i think you guys will enjoy it so
0: yeah um since y'all ain't seen it i think i don't have another perspective to add here um what's our thoughts on um the grind of the american esque animation do we think it's getting better do we think it's the same? Do y'all have y'all? Do y'all watch that type those types of shows? Like I haven't kept up with it honestly. Like after I don't keep up with the type of animation that this would be appeasing to the person of like like the last thing that I really thought was appeasing like I said was Cora and the avatar when it comes to animation being and then you know like there's the Batman Justice League and then like there's Invincible and stuff like that. Like, do you feel like we're getting better as animators?
4: America in general.
1: Um, I think there are some really, really good ones, but they're except for Avatar. Um, they're mostly always three D are the ones mm-hmm. that are good, and this mm-hmm. is three D as well. It, it doesn't look like it's a two D animation. No, nope. uh, because three D. Just the the skill base is not there. Like you know going to school for 2d art is already like a very niche thing and it it's fallen out of style at least in japan like there are traditional studios that like really specialize in that so you can find a job but in the u.s or in the west in general it's not as common unless you want to work on like um nickelodeon stuff which those are not like highly detailed animated uh, shows um yeah that being said um Avatar was also animated in Korea so I don't know if if the skill base for 2D animators in the US is getting better but as far as 3D there have been some really really good ones uh, Spider-Verse it, it, you know is one that people always bring up like it's pushing what 3D can do to make it like in some ways as good as or better than traditional 2D animation uh, mm-hmm. because they they finally have have like mastered it Uh, I thought they did a really good job
0: with Arcane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Same thing with Arcane. Arcane is is not from the U.S. It's French, but it's still, you know, Western uh, created. So I think there are a couple highlights. Uh, I haven't seen this one, but uh, people also say. uh, Maybe it's Kubo or Cuba, it's it's like stop motion but it's still stop motion and 3d animation uh, where it looks like really really good and it's also like asian inspired but it's made by like a western team uh so that one is another highlight so i i say there are some really good ones um they might take a lot longer to come out because their budgets are you know bigger and a bigger production whereas like if you if you go to japan you might find a um you know, five episode anime, and it's just animated really good for no reason. You like who? Who is this from? <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't see those as, as often uh, here, at least. Because like I don't, I know people enjoy it. I don't like the animation of um, Invincible. Uh, um, same thing with like a lot of Amazon ones. Like it, it's mm-hmm. not bad, but it's very basic. DC
0: feels DC to me too.
1: Yeah, it's very DC, but. Like not not worse, but like I feel like DC animated movies for like higher production quality, whereas like it, it, the Amazon ones are a slightly a step down uh, mm-hmm. to be like more cost efficient or come out faster or something like that. Um it, That being said, I don't watch it for the animation. I will watch it for like the story in that case, it's like when you have something like the Blue Samurai, where it can bring you like really amazing animation. Then yeah, that that on its own can be a big draw.
0: Oh for sure! Like this is some of the best I've seen in a long time, dude. I I I was floored most of the time watching it. I couldn't I couldn't look away. I thought it was just like really really dope. Um, it reminded me of how Demon Slayer came out and just was like, it was like a step above. And I was like, how did they do this? And and that's what it felt like. So. I think it's more, it is a masterclass in animation. It is a great story on top of that. It's not like I've never heard a better story, but this is a great story. Characters are really well done and very well voice acted. Um, and there is no reason why I think any, like y'all too. I think y'all would still like it. Regardless of what y'all would be like, uh, Appeased to like watching it, maybe, but I think at the end of the day, y'all, y'all come out of that with really an enjoyable experience, and that's how good it is to me. But you know, to each his own, I only can say, I can't, I can't, you know, you can't make them drink, you can just, you know, lead them there and say, Hey, this is dope. So, um, that's what I'm saying. Hey, this, this is dope. <laughs> so, if you want to check it out, it's called Blue Eye Samurai, it is on Netflix um it is in its first season
4: and i'm looking forward to the next uh
0: i think that's pretty much it i mean we got a few things we can touch on real quick diablo 4's free weekend i i hope it has some success i played it a little bit i thought it was dope i think i think the game is really great i just don't have the time for it right now and it that price point is just not it for me right now. And like, I don't feel like, like I said, I still spent a hundred dollars. Not like I (laughs) couldn't have bought it. I just felt like there is, um, plenty of games I haven't beaten. And that is a time sink in itself. Um, I I wouldn't stop after I just beat story. I would want to keep playing it for the season. So I'm like, I just don't have the time right now to really throw away that much of my hours on something like that. So I've really been focusing on story modes, something that's pausable. Unfortunately, I got kids. I can't be sitting around playing games. that can't pause. Um, so I've been, you know, focusing on getting that catalog together and making sure that. So I feel like Diablo four had success because it did entice me enough to download it, try it, and and have fun with it over the weekend. But to me, to repurchase it after that, I think my experience probably is a lot different from most. That was like, hey, this thing, $41 is on Steam now. I don't have to use a blizzard net battle net. Let let me pick it up. So um, I'm looking at it from that perspective, Josh and Jalen. I'm not looking at it from like. Did the game. I'm not saying it sucked. I'm just saying that when I'm looking at it from, like, a success standpoint, a free weekend is meant to entice people to want to buy it. It did entice me, but overwhelming force of you don't need this game right now, hit me. So, um, do you think, do y'all think the same? Do y'all think, like, these free weekends aren't really worth it? Do you, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on free weekends?
1: And their success rate, really. Um, yeah, like you said, it's meant to see get people who are on the, the fence to like jump into it or at least you've you've heard of this game but never had a chance to like really try it. Mm-hmm. Um I think they're okay. Personally, I don't uh like the free weekend aspect where it's like, oh I have to spend my time this week to align with your game to play it. And you know, it'll be nice if it's like, oh, you can play to level five or play level ten. That way it's like a Actual demo, I play at my pace, and if I don't like it, I drop it. If I do like it, I come back um, awesome. because I, I I would prefer that system a little more. But you know, for from their standpoint, it's a lot easier to just a lot easier and probably better for marketing to just do a free weekend every couple months because you always have people coming back to try it. Whereas, like if you drop a demo, everybody try it at the same time, kind of deal. Um, yeah. That being said, like I've heard a lot of good stuff about Diablo 4. I don't know how it's like post game like um stuff is and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I wanna wanna try it. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a big game and in the year that came up, well, did it come out this year? Yeah. It might have come out last year, but
0: No, it came out this year. Um this in year, general. yeah.
1: But it's it's been a big year of uh long games and so it, it's on the list. It's just Gotta gotta make my way there. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose that over I chose Street Fighter over
4: it,
0: I remember. Um, because it came out this year. Yeah. Um So I mean, what about you, Jalen? Have you ever picked up a game after a free weekend? I don't think I have. What have y'all? Or well I guess I'm gearing it towards Jalen. Have you ever played something for a free weekend or trial
4: and then actually bought the game? I can't remember if I ever had. I don't know about
0: Jalen. Hmm. must be. he must have stepped away. Well, you know, I don't think I ever had like a. I don't know. I don't think I ever needed like or or had an experience where I where I actually bought it after a trial. I'm trying to think. Like over time, I, I had to have did something. Like it was a trial. Most of the time, if I'm downloading a trial, I was already buying the game, anyway. and then it's like, uh, if I'm not interested in the game, I haven't actually ever tried something, and like, oh, this is intriguing. I want to play. Most of the time, I'm doing my research before it even gets to the trial point. Um, I think Steam is a lot better with demos than a lot of other co- like Xbox and all of them. They bury their demos sometimes where you don't even see them. You only, you only can see the full price thing. You don't see a demo for a game. You gotta like go to a certain area and then like they're free games. And then they'll show you the demo for the game. It's like why y'all didn't show me the demo top of the game? Um, I think Liza P did a good demo, but I already said I was already interested in this on game pass. Um, nah, I guess not really, not recently. Not that I can
1: remember. Um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, generally, free weekends are mostly multiplayer games. And I can't think of a multiplayer game that I usually. Because, like, if I'm playing the free weekend, I mean, the game has been out for a while. And, like, I'm always iffy about buying multiplayer games, like, a year down the line after they've been out mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I can't can't think of one specifically unless it was, like, Final Fantasy XIV. Because I, I technically played, like, a free trial and then got. The game, but mm-hmm. that was like a long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, oh. I don't
0: okay. Well, um, this is a pretty uh long one, so we're going we can cut it here, but um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening as always. I appreciate you, especially if you got to this point of the show. Um, I know it's a long time listening to all these podcasts, but. We appreciate you coming back. We appreciate you enjoying them, and we appreciate you sharing and liking. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for us. I want to thank you guys for listening, as always. Talked about a lot. We got a lot more to talk about next week. Hopefully the news cycle is a little bit more interesting, a little more pizazz. Um Next Tuesday, we'll be right before the uh, Game Awards. I'm, I'm thinking maybe we should push that mud to Friday just so we can talk about the Game Awards after. Well, we'll see what what we do. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you all next week. Peace.